0: Welcome to Above Grade. This is Bryce Jacob with J.S. Brown & Company, and we're bringing you the greatest show on earth in the world of podcasts and now YouTube shows uh, where we talk all things construction here in central Ohio. And we're picking up with part two, right where we left off last week. I've got Paul Martin, who's our production manager over at J.S. Brown & Company, and Albert Gallus, who is a project manager. You guys are back to talk more water. Yep. The wonderful and not-so-wonderful world of water, part two. Here it is. And last week... It was kind of interesting what we talked about really you guys uh the flashing and the problems that exist with it
1: yeah yeah
0: if you if you missed missed our our show last week you definitely want to take a look at that because it does f- feed us into what we're talking about today but the fact that 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 area isn't even inspected still just is really hard to believe yeah uh, it, like i said it's 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 the structural thing um but
2: the water gets under the wood and it gets a rot and it, it rots out the structure so uh, i don't i don't understand why we don't at least have some sort of standard that we need to follow you know there's there's none of that so that's
1: it falls on the builder it, it, yeah it, it, and ultimately right it just what does the builder uh, require what's his passion and understanding water management um and uh you know for us we take it very very seriously why do you think
0: builders cut this corner so, so often let's I, be honest
1: all right. <laughs> you know, over the years for me i i i definitely have seen some builders that i feel um knowingly cut corners but i feel actually a lot of builders just don't know what they don't know right yeah. and they they are requiring their subcontractors that are doing the exteriors of their house they're kind of relying on them and you know because there's no um uh, requirement. Requirement. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's nobody's going through any kind of training, so it's whatever you learn on job site. And if you're not learning right, then you're just repeating, you know, problems. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah.
2: It's it, education. It's, it's comes down to education. It's, It's just not the framers. It's just not the exterior guys. I mean, you have... Uh, plumbers have to penetrate this. They need to know when they do their penetration, how to properly flash it. Electricians have to properly, HVAC, it's all trades. Mm-hmm. Anybody that has to do with that penetrates this, uh, any, the walls, the foundations, um, landscapers, uh, anybody that deals with this should be educated, but there's no educational program for this. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's books, there's literature out there that you can follow, but it's up to that individual sub or that individual trade to take it upon
0: themselves so and now about, there's above grade yeah now there's so we, above grade. we have this educational yep. platform
1: one of the things uh i was i was going to mention um so for us and our company you know uh one of the things we are doing to make sure that uh, we we are watching this is we require a two-person sign off before we allow um stucco siding brick anything to go on the outside of the house um it's uh it's a program we feel is going to you know, help protect the homeowner, protect our company. So the project manager and one other qualified person that knows what they're looking for uh, has to walk around that property and sign off on uh, our, uh, our house wrap and our flashings mm-hmm. before we allow anything to be applied to the outside of the house.
0: It's a, good, it's a good step. Very important because we have a five-year warranty and even in five years, you probably aren't going to find this stuff. Right, that's ten, fifteen years down the road when you really start seeing the the true damage of water. That's too late. That's beyond anybody's warranty. But you want to? I, I know we've run into a couple things where yeah. maybe we could have done a little bit better job, and it's reared its head several years later. And we jump back in and get it taken care of. Right. So those are the kind of things we we don't want happening and and left behind. It's not the memory we want with a you know an investment someone made in their home for sure. Yep. So last week we were just talking about, you know, we need water to survive. Paul needs soda to survive, and there is water and soda. We've determined that, and if you've Googled it while we were gone, there's a high percentage of, of water, so you're doing okay. I'm you just have a lot it. of sugar. I'm going to make it. You're uh, going to survive.
1: I, no sugar. I don't do that.
0: You're going to make it. But we need water for so many things, but it can be our home's uh, biggest enemy as well. So when we right. don't properly flash, whether it be windows, decks, roofs, any opening into the house, it can lead to really, really expensive problems. Um, uh, issues and and we looked at that last week boy the the video and that that those bay windows coming apart and that was just a find later you know we had the whole back of the house that was being rebuilt because the stucco was put right on the old sheeting and the sheeting had rotted out behind it you're looking at nothing even touching the framing anymore. You had a free-floating piece of concrete <laughs> just kind of hanging out kinda there. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of scary. So, now that's all corrected, but there are, are great ways to do that. So, this week, when I thought we'd talk about, there was a, a real particular project that we had done where we dealt more with um, a rooftop deck. And we get a lot of people who want rooftop decks or a little terrace that comes off their master suite um, or an area in their home where they're elevated and they're above other living space. Well, when you build that, and they're, they're all over the place out there uh, where people have them, but there have been a lot of problems with the way that those have been constructed. So we ran into one as remodelers. We always get to see everybody else's work, what they did right or what they didn't do so right, and then we have to go in and, and make it right. Um, and in this case, this was a a, a deck that we dealt with. Um, and there were some things we were looking at right out of the gate that showed there's some the, there's some water damage on this deck. So this is a rooftop deck, another beautiful home here in Columbus. And one of the things we're looking at in this image is you've got a railing uh, uh, um, up on this deck, and that one of the posts is just out of alignment. And when you go up and touch that, Paul, you and I went up and we were wiggling this thing. It was like a loose tooth. And it just wasn't connected to anything. It had the other railing. And, and, you know, I think the homeowner said, well, I think someone was up here when there were a bunch of people and someone leaned on it and it broke. Well, it shouldn't right. break. It, <laughs> it shouldn't break. So, so uh, something made it break that was happening below. And another indication that we saw uh, that looked like there was some moisture that got behind the stucco was some delamination where the brick and the stucco came together and right. and water was was getting back in there so as we looked at it from the outside we went there there's pretty serious water issue in here potentially and it's over living space and they had some uh, delaminating wall covering on the inside of that living space too right. we won't talk too much about that but we were there were all kinds of indications or water was getting into the structure where it just it simply doesn't belong. So Albert, I'm gonna have you know you and Paul just kind of walk through this because you know Paul there there's Paul. Look at Paul in that image there. You can see his fancy shoes uh, and all that stuff. But th- that deck was built in sections, which we can see you know two slides back. These little areas that are all coming up. These were built in sections, so they could be removed, which was wasn't a bad idea really, because yeah, they,
2: they built them like that so they can you can pull them up and uh, clean them.
0: Clean, yeah. yeah, but you have to clean. Yeah. <laughs> there are certain steps we need to take, right? And then there's and, the cleaning. Well,
2: just just the uh, process of framing it like that is you're creating all places, all kinds of places for water to get trapped mm-hmm. and a can't escape. Um, whether it be between the actual framing or the actual squares, um, or in this case here, um, it just it it's only got one or two places for it to go, and it can't go very far, so it stays. And this is the end result. You just start running out the material. It starts getting
0: absorbed. Well, they had a scenario with this where the roof um, over the garage actually dumped directly down onto this deck. So all of that water that, that came down the roof and into a valley flushed out onto this deck right. and then as you said Al- albert it's getting trapped in here which you can see all, all of what you're seeing here that that's the roof shingle matter that has over the years collected and we talked about that last week how that collects in our gutters and creates little you know dams that are in there the particle dams and that's what you have here it's just sludge i think paul and i we were looking at this and i dragged my finger through it and it was just this thick sludge yeah. of, of decomposed you know Matter and then the shingles, it just created this thick sludge that's in here. I can actually see that area where we drag something across it there, and um, it's it's trapped. There also so wasn't trapping, slope.
1: It's trapping water, and we all know, you know, that water is uh, is going to freeze, uh, at, yep. you know, during the winter time, and then it's going to. Uh, expand, expand lift those uh, deck sections up and down, which is going to work on that rubber, mm-hmm. and um, ultimately leave, uh, lead to you know a hole somewhere, water infiltration, and that post you were talking about mm-hmm. earlier, that uh, yeah, that railing we'll post. <laughs> Uh, there it is Uh, there's
0: where it sat that's why it was leaning
1: (laughs) so the water had uh had gotten in all around that and rotted away uh where it was bolted through the uh, um into the framing uh, below that rubber roof and yeah that was an accident waiting to happen right there it was you know Yeah. yeah
2: and that is uh that i believe that house was built 17 years ago so you're looking at 17 years
0: yeah and, and that's pretty bad damage so yep. this was five years ago it was it was in bad shape yeah so you know you, you look you look at this damage right here and you see how much of that decking it has just been holding water on it right. as well yep. and that's what's pouring down into the room below it's going right through that post it's yep. delaminating the stucco it's delaminating brick and it's the trim that's down there was starting to come loose and then the wall surface on the inside yeah, if was you don't up. if
2: you don't give it a place to go it's going to find its own way and oh yeah so
0: yeah and so you gave it a place to go didn't you so this was something where you know these are just other areas we were looking at and you know albert you and i were talking about treated wood that's coated and yeah, some of the um, issues with that that people don't realize when you buy a treated board yeah um uh, when you uh
2: when you purchase uh, your lumber you're treated you're thinking that it's 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 treated all the way through it and that cannot be I mean, you can buy it that way, but most lumber companies now will just do a surface treat, which you see there. And what a lot of uh, even subcontractors and general contractors don't realize is, once you cut that, if you have to rip a smaller piece or if you cut that in half, you've just exposed that to bare bare wood. If you don't reseal that, you're going to get a rot. It's no longer a treated piece of lumber. Um, So you got to. all the uh, manufacturers will put a stamp on their product. Uh, it's on the end. Of, there's a little tag. It'll tell you if it's above grade or whatever it is. Um, those tags got a lot of information on them. They just don't have extra ink laying around and putting those tags on. Them. They they're there for a reason. So I, when you when you're purchasing your treated lumber, look at those tags and see what you're purchasing. Because what are they of, looking for? Uh, it'll tell you. It'll say above grade, usage only. Our podcast above grade. Yeah. <laughs> so. Look at Um, that, we're famous. That's a really good marketing push. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, We're 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 on every piece of wood. Yeah, there should be some sort of cross uh, advertising there somehow. So, our
1: just the above grade, meaning uh, that 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 it is not coded all the way through.
2: And and that that it has to be a setting on, you can't touch ground. Right. So, you know, you you can't, you know, you got your replacement in your mailbox and you go to your local hardware store, you get your nice 4x4. you spend the weekend out there with your with your kids you drill your hole put your post in you pat yourself on the back we did a good job uh you didn't look at the the tag it says don't put it below grade three years later it's all fallen over because it rotted out because right. of this very thing the products you can get full saturation it's a more expensive product but um when they changed it over to an acq or a copper base um it was got too expensive to saturate the whole thing so they do a surface um there's a product out there that you can when you when you cut that you can reapply, and it seals it back up. Um.
0: Well, this is great advice for people that go and buy this material that don't know any better, because if I'm looking at treated wood, and it says treated lumber, and then I see the price, one of them is $7, and the other one's $2, I go, well, they're both treated. You know, and it's all going under something. I'll just buy this treated. But that's probably one that's not coated through. Correct. So you'd have to understand that there are are different treated methods. And if you're planning on cutting the wood, you're going to want to have the boards you're cutting be treated through.
2: Yep. You need to – the the sealers are out there. They're available. They've been available since they changed over. Um, It just – it doesn't get done. Again, it comes back to what we talked to the last episode with education. Um, you know and, and when we continue with this episode, uh, people just don't know you know they, the manufacturers I feel the manufacturers don't do a good enough job educating the public about their products. Uh, they leave it up to the tradesmen and the tradesmen don't take the time to know their own trade and it just um, cascades from that you know mm-hmm. um, it's unfortunate because <laughs> it's something really simple but yet it, you build all the all these decks get built. And they get the treated lumber, but the ones, as soon as you make the first cut to cut your first length, you need to seal it, and they're not getting sealed. So you've already, from day one, before the job's even finished, you're already starting to address water damage that you're going to yeah, have Yeah, you're earth.
0: introducing the opportunity yeah. for yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Well, interesting. Well, it's good to know. Hopefully, everybody buddy took good notes on that and uh, knows what you're looking for when you go to the lumber yard or you're, you run down the store to pick up some some lumber for that area where you need treated wood, you know what to look for now, and you know the trade-offs with it too. So let's see here. Let, walk us through what you did here, because this project was really interesting in how you prepared it and what we did to remedy the problem that existed in this place to make it all new. So show, tell, tell us what's going on here.
2: Okay, what you're seeing here is obviously we have the new post in and got those all secured. The white that you see is actually a mold inhibitor, That we applied around the areas to that weren't damaged structurally uh, was basically just surface damage. We clean the surface damage up and then retreat it with this product. This seals in, um, this seals the the uh, the wood. It seals up the uh, um, moisture. Um, Once it's dry, once it's dried
0: out, it encapsulates it all in and will not. It won't rot anymore. Um, Okay, so we've got that, and then the next step is here. Yeah, then we have our uh, we have our subs come in and they do a
2: a whole roof, a uh, rubber membrane, seal it, and we ask them to, what you don't see a lot is take that rubber and turn it up onto the post and wrap the post with it, mm-hmm. and we like to go as high as the finished deck, uh, so you can see where uh, eventually our finished deck height is going to be in there once we get all of our framing. This makes it all uniform. This is all one piece, um, so you, um, we... We don't have water just going to one particular area. The whole thing is waterproofed. It's basically like a pool.
0: Mm-hmm. So how does that, um, since that post is going through the rubber now, how do you ensure that that is sealed properly? Because the there is an edge to the rubber there. How do you prevent a gap from getting into that area? You want to explain that one, Paul?
1: Well I'm assuming in this one here um, it's bonded to that post mm-hmm. um, but later when we do um, when we cover that post with the cedar trim so we have a sleeve that we made um, that creates the uh, the finished look to that post mm-hmm. that will slide down and go over over the that top of that. rubber so the top edge of that rubber uh, won't be exposed and that'll be uh, behind the sleeve that we put over that post
0: very good so we'll see that here did
1: that do momentarily Albert? yeah that's it that yeah. all right
0: <laughs> i couldn't have done it any better myself thanks <laughs> you guys are a great team it's amazing really all right so here's the process boy this is fun isn't it and we've got the video here so i'm gonna i'm gonna roll the video and you can walk through what you guys are doing exactly here because you've got is this treated lumber yes this is treated lumber is but it? it's been resealed okay so we, we,
2: we have we have cut our we have cut these uh, we we say the word we use the term sleepers in the mm-hmm. trade. They've been cut with a slope. Um, the roof is on a slope. The flat spot that you saw the and then these are go. cut to to uh, level out the slope. And what you see here is one of our employees. That's Keith. Yeah, that's Keith. Uh, he's putting the bonding bonding agent on the the product itself. This is the first step. He's putting this bonding agent on and then we're gonna apply the rubber membrane to that, that'll stick to it, it's like contact, once it gets, Mm -hmm. once that sticks to that, then that is actually the bottom side of the joist. He's he's gonna flip them over and do the same process, putting the membrane on the uh, roof itself, and then also doing another coat on the bottom of the joist that adheres the joist to the roof itself as one. So when you have water running through there, and it freezes, you don't have the uplift, you don't have the freeze and thaw picking yep. those toys up. It's all protected. It's all one piece. It looks like this. It's completely yeah. encapsulated. Now here's a good picture with what we were talking about earlier about the roof coming down. There's no gutter there. So all that water that's being collected from that roof is coming down and into this. So basically what we did here is we encapsulated, basically we just made a big, wide, huge gutter. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're, we're diverting all this water to the outside edge of, the, of their patio. And with the rubber membrane on top, when we go to put down our uh, finished deck boards, um, we are, our, our fasteners are going to be self-penetrating through that. So we, th- it'll seal, that membrane will seal around our fasteners. Um, we kind of talk- like that blue skin Yeah, material. exactly. Yeah. We talked about that before mm-hmm. in our, mm-hmm. our previous episode was how we need to seal those fasteners. Um, a lot of people, when you uh, tear out your – I'm sure everybody's done this. You've, t- you've torn out your deck. You want to redo your deck. And sometimes you're you're going to pull out a deck board, and it's like this thing is rotted from the inside. It's 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 a shell out on the outside, but it's completely gone on the inside. And what happens is water penetrates through that fastening device into that unprotected area that we talked about earlier, and rots out from the inside. Mm-hmm. And that's how that happens. Mm-hmm. By this, we've we've encapsulated a whole all the framing, so any water comes through, and as you can see here, there's no cross members. So any water coming down off that roof is going to come down, go through those channels, and out to the the gutter that's on the end that we installed at the end of the deck. And then the water is going to go
0: from the gutter. Downspout into a drain tile and go way far away from the foundation. Correct.
1: It is because we're checking the gutters. There's no leaves in them, you know, yep. right? So. <laughs> Doing all those. Yeah, things, you
0: know, I guess while we're up there, we're cleaning the gutters yeah. out. But I think they had um, like a gutter guard on there, didn't they? Yeah, they, had yeah, a they did. Yep. They did some protection. But you know,
2: they also live in a nice area where there's a lot of trees and there's a lot of leaves. And, and they, again, you 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 got to take the time to go out there and and brush those off.
1: Yep. But again, what really you know, fascinating about this this photo is um, in between each of those floor joists. So, like Albert said, it's like all the, all kinds of big gutters, right, right there. But the, the water will not get underneath those floor joists. We don't have to worry about uh, that water freezing, lifting those floor joists, working on those. Uh, you know, uh, the connection to the rubber that that uh, has fully sealed that entire framing system. Uh, so. We have a flat rubber roof there, but then we have rubber encapsulating all those joists. So we have a very, very well sealed structure there.
0: This is the stuff people don't see. You're correct. Right. Yep. You know, the, and that's what you know. You you have the peace of mind it's there, but you don't see this. But boy, that's the masterpiece behind it.
1: Now, obviously, from a from a cost standpoint, you know, yeah. it it does cost more to do this, but uh, we uh, you know rest easy knowing that. Um, we're leaving a product behind that, uh, you know, we're not introducing water into the house. We have managed our water, you know, very, very well here. Um, so,
0: I, yeah, I think that's, int- you know, Paul, you said it earlier. Um, it, it's a builder's choice, you know, of, of what we do right. and, and how we've decided to build things. Um, and what, what does that do to the integrity or reputation of a company? And, you know, certainly when we build it this way, you're right, the cost is higher. And I don't mind, you know, I don't mind going in and saying we're we're going to be higher cost because we're doing it right. right. You know, we want to work with people who want it done right, you know, that want to stand behind it. We're not in the business of flipping homes for people to make a profit off of them for something shiny and new on the outside of them last a long period of time on the inside as well so yeah it is it it's really fascinating because I, I hadn't done one quite like this and albert was the one that came in and said no we got to wrap every single thing i mean we right. went we took it to a whole new level and you know fortunately we had a client that said you know i want i want it done right yeah and so the investment makes sense because th- this is a deck that they're replacing because it failed you, you shouldn't have to replace Place it because it fails. You know, there's general maintenance you do on your homes, but because it just failed because it wasn't built right, is not. You know, 17 years ago, that that thing should still be surviving yeah, in I mean, good condition. The way it was and what they saw is is a selling point. You know, this is you know we can we can
2: put it back the way it was. You know, um, that's that's not the issue. The issue but is we know we, better. We need we need to make sure <laughs> yeah. that it doesn't. We don't do that again. Um, and uh, again, it just comes down to. You know, educating yourself on your trade, and 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 managing that water. I mean, look, you got that water coming down off that roof. It's got to go someplace to go. When you put a put a lot of those little squares in there, and you're putting some cross bracing, um, it has nowhere to go. It's just set it there this way. It stops you, up, yeah. Yep. So, so now they don't need to have something to clean it out with. Yeah, I mean, y- you can you can take a power washer and go through those through the uh, your. Uh, finished deck boards there. Um, you can, pull, you can, we usually leave one. If, if this particular case has all surface nails, all surface fasteners. Um, Sometimes, some clients refer, they would like to have the uh, hidden fasteners, but we always try to leave one row there towards the front or towards the back In this case mm-hmm. where you can pull that up and you can just run a garden hose through there and clean it all out. Clean it yeah. all yeah. out. Wash it all out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Then, yeah. And put your deck board back down. Um, again, it's, this comes down to homeowner maintenance.
0: So before we look at the finished pictures, we I want to talk about the railing construction cuz that that's a special detail as mm-hmm. well to keep water from, you know, penetrating in through that. We're going to go to the the favorite point, your favorite point too, the tip of the week. Other oh, than you guys here, that's my favorite point. But let's roll to the tip of the week. All right, folks, if you plan to install decking on an outdoor living area, consider investing in composite material for your surface. Composite <laughs> I'm sorry. I just realized, I, oh you're your, your, oh, your <laughs> surface, oh your surface. <laughs> uh, exactly what That's you're the d- kind of stuff that throws me off. <laughs> uh. I, I should know this tip well enough. You, you get paid
2: for this? <laughs> no, not at all.
0: I don't at all. This is uh, something I enjoy doing. So we're going to do it over, huh? Here go. Here goes the tip of the week again. If you plan to install decking on an outdoor living area, consider investing in composite material for your surface. Composites are designed to survive through all types of inclement weather, and abuse of heat. Composites maintain their color and require minimal maintenance, and that's your tip of the week. We made it through the tip of the week, but let's take a look at those uh, final images of that, that. that deck. There Isn't that go. pretty? So, that's what you see. You don't see that other stuff, which is truly the masterpiece behind the construction, but the the railing detail is really interesting as well. If you remember when we saw that first railing, it had those posts that that ra- raised above the in, inner um, mitten rail. Yeah, they, and uh, they.
2: When you have that, that's that's just a place for
0: water to collect. There's no yeah. way to shed it. This this sheds the water off the top of the rail. So it's a continuous, you know, it's a continuous piece that actually has a little bit of a cap to it, so nothing can even set on it. So it's going to shed the water to the right and to the left of that cap, and give us a nice uh uh, you know a a, a nice look for one but just a great long lasting look yeah Yeah. long lasting look so what is that material
1: that's fur and that's a a straight green fur um so i believe that was about seven and a half inches wide uh probably inch and a half inch and three quarter thick maybe Mm -hmm. to the peak of that rail and then we had a company in Plain City uh, mill the slopes on that for us. So we could, um, now there's a, um, a couple of lap joints where, so rather than just butting it together, we actually have kind of an overlapping, I guess we might call it like a ship lap joint. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, those are, um, there's probably about a foot of overlap on those joints. So we can, you know, fully bond the surface of where they overlap. Um, if we just butted them together, there's no structural strength to that at all and um so yeah that that railing caps off the top of those uh, post sleeves that we talked about earlier um those cedar post sleeves and uh, so we don't have any water getting down um into the railing sections uh, below that handrail cap Uh, so long lasting product shedding water we're managing that water
0: well and additionally you have the balusters and so the balusters are are um joined with, with face boards on either side that have passed through to them, so there's no base yeah, to it. A yes. lot
1: of times you'll see a railing like that done with, uh, let's say, like a 2x4 on the bottom side, and the balusters are sitting on the 2x4, right. which basically means you have a ledge for uh, water to sit on mm-hmm. and soak up into the bottom of those balusters. In this case, uh, Albert and his team uh, ran a 1x4 uh, a cedar board on both sides of the bottom of those balusters. So if you go right over it and look down, you'll see a hole right down yeah. in between each of those balusters. The yeah, water I just sheds if that's right in through.
0: Last image. Uh, you
1: can kind of see it there. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. So we don't thinking. have any water collecting there. We don't have any water collecting on top of the handrail. Um, yeah. So let it rain. Let it rain. Let it, rain. Yeah, let it snow. Built to last. I wish
0: it would snow. So My gosh. Winter without snow has been terrible. But yeah. So it's it's protected there, and and uh, I, that should be one happy client. They can use their deck and. Enjoy that beautiful property there.
1: Yeah. Yep. Well done, Albert.
0: We applaud you. Uh, <laughs> I, had, I had a good
2: team. I a good team. <laughs> you did. <laughs> the, the proper project manager, that's right, what he's yeah. going to say. It, right. was,
0: it was everyone else. I'm pretty good at pointing the finger. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thanks so much. It was great. These last two weeks have been wonderful to have you on and, and going through all the water. So, Paul and Albert. Thanks um, for having us, Bryce. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Great. We'll have you back when we have more water issues to talk about, because I know we're going to find them as remodelers. We're always poking around in people's homes, so we'll find some other things that we can go in there, especially bathrooms where they, they haven't sealed tile or whatever that is. I'm sure we'll find some pictures of that. We'll have you back in there to talk about the wonderful and not so wonderful world of water once again. Folks, be sure to tune in every week to Above Grade. Uh, we love having you watch us, and we'd also love to hear your, your rating and reviewing of our shows. We'd also like to hear from you, and you can do that by going to Grade at jsbrowncompany.com. Shoot us an email. Let us know what's on your mind, if there's a topic you'd like to hear about, or images that you might want to share with us of Project you've done go ahead and send them to us and we'll get them on the show and we'll talk about your project who knows we may even have you in the studio to be a guest on the show how would you like that well You can also go on to iTunes and download this. You can go on to jsbrowncompany.com, check out our project photos, go to the Above Grade page and download all of our history of of great shows that we have. And be sure to rate and review us. We do like to hear what you're you're saying. And until next week, this is Bryce Jacob with J.S. Brown & Company representing Above Grade. And have a great week to build from. Foxland Media, think Think big. big.